Hey now, real quick, before we dive into this next episode of the podcast, um, I thought I would throw it back, uh, number one, to celebrate the two-year anniversary uh, of the podcast. I'm taking it to the very first podcast episode that I released uh, two years ago called Why Not Pinktober? Another reason why I thought it fitting to throw it back to this epic and vintage episode is because it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, right? So I wanted to bring this episode back up because it still rings true and dear to my heart that, you know, although it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, we're already aware. We're already aware of what breast cancer is. Now we have to put things into action. So myself and a few colleagues online have been calling it Breast Cancer Action Month. So strap in, listen up, hashtag pink, wear pink, write a check, and tag me in it so I know you've listened. Let's go. Hello, this is Yolanda Murphy, and welcome to this Exceptional Journey podcast, where you will find inspiration to live courageously through adversity, empowerment to live freely despite your past, and ignition to live boldly in your purpose, all by walking the survivor's side of life. What's up, good people? Welcome to this Exceptional Journey podcast. I'm your host, Yolanda Murphy. Thank you so much for clicking over to my little corner of the podcast world. Oh my gosh, I I cannot believe I'm at episode one. I'm speechless. Well, not really speechless, but I can't believe I finally got here last year around this time. I was thinking to myself, I have a voice. I have a story to tell. I need to get out to the masses. I need people to know that if I can make it, they can make it as well. How can I do that effectively? Started my blog in January of 2018 of this year, just talking about how I felt and what it meant to be a survivor, um, a 30-something survivor, a young adult uh, cancer survivor. Started there and then said, you know what? I need people to feel me. I need people to see me. I need people to know that this is legitimately me. And podcasting was put on the list. And here I am. Again, thank you so much for clicking on over. Uh, a little bit about me again. I'm a 30-something breast cancer survivor of two years. Woo-woo. Uh, I live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Black and gold all day. I'm sorry. You know, we got six rings. I'm just going to leave that right there. <laughs> uh, oh, and we have the pens too. I'm sorry. Pens too. Stanley Cup. Go guys. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. I am single. If anyone cared to know, um, I am Christian. Uh, and I mean, like I said, I started this podcast because I wanted to give a voice to people who felt like they didn't. Uh, when I was going through my breast cancer journey, I was usually the youngest people in the oncology offices and usually on uh, the oncology staff would treat me like a regular breast cancer patient which is usually in their 60s and above. And I felt like I had no one who could understand. Um, of course, I was afraid. I mean, it's cancer, for goodness sake. But, you know, I said, let me let me create a platform where people can speak their own story, where people can feel like someone else is on the other side to say, I get it. 
I understand. And again, hence this exceptional journey was born. So what I think we're going to do, um, I'm, I am going to upload weekly, uh, so that you guys can hear this velvety smooth voice every week. <laughs> uh, and from here on out, you know, I may get, do a couple little, like little mini episodes if something, you know, pops up on my heart and, you know, I just want to chat with you guys. Cause as you can tell, I am chatty Kathy. Hello. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just going to be honest again. I I'm someone who has been there, done that, got a t-shirt and a keychain. Almost anything that you can think of, I've gone through. Breast cancer is just part of my story. So this exceptional journey will be a space for those who have questions, comments, and concerns, and not just about breast cancer, about life in general. Again, I'm not just a breast cancer survivor. That's just my freshest story. Um, again, I am African-American. I am single. I am saved. I am a breast cancer survivor. And the list goes on and on. But this space is going to be for men and women who feel like they have a voice and they want it to be heard. Cool. All right. So let's get right into today's topic. As you saw from the title, why not Pinktober? I mean, it's October. Let's talk about it. Everybody's about to be wearing pink. So let's talk about it. So unless you've been living under a rock for the past forever, <laughs> let's talk about first what Pinktober is. So Pinktober is the culmination of pink and October. Yeah, rocket science, I know. <laughs> but it is October, of course, being Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So we, we probably all know, and if not, if you don't, the ribbon that is pink is for breast cancer awareness. So pink, Tober, there you have it. A <laughs> uh, little, my big fat Greek writing for you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so pink Tober is, you know, everyone in the month of October, either wearing pink or supporting a organization um, that does something for breast cancer. And it's called pink Tober. Amazing. Great. Wonderful. What I want to discuss though, being on this side of breast cancer is what, what it means to me. Uh, you know, my view of the topic, my view of the month, uh, I have a, uh, cancerversary that falls in October. Uh, my actual, um, because I, I had a lumpectomy, I did chemo and I also did radiation. My cancerversary is October 5th. Uh, and that's when all of my active treatment was done. That's when I walked away and felt like, what am I supposed to do now? <laughs> they told me I was Ned, no evidence of the disease, but the whole year of 2016, I was living the life of a cancer patient. And then October 5th, they told me, oh, you're good. Oh, okay. Now I can live life. Yeah, no, that's not how that works. <laughs> but I say that to say, so October already has a special place in my heart just because of my cancerversary. Uh, but you know, let's talk about it. It's October 1st, you know, I'm, I have, I am a part of some amazing, uh, organizations and connected to some absolutely phenomenal men and women I've crossed paths, paths with over these past two years. And it's so interesting to me. It is, it is so it's just so interesting to see people's take on October. Uh, so let's start here. Growing up, well, even before I get there, 
I believe there are two sides to the coin. Let's, let's start there. I believe there are two sides to the coin. So the pink of Pinktober or October being Breast Cancer Awareness Month is the awareness side. We wear pink. If you're wearing pink in October, we know, oh snap, you're supporting breast cancer. Wonderful. You support it by bringing awareness to the disease in the month of October because you have on pink or you have a shirt that says survivor or you have on a scarf that has the pink ribbons on it. You are bringing awareness to breast cancer as a disease. That is one side of the coin. Other side of the coin is the actual support. Now, don't get me wrong. All support is not financial. But let's be honest. When you talk about anything else, when it comes to support, the funds are major, right? You can talk about supporting, but let's put your check where your mouth is, right? So two sides of the coin that I want to discuss. One side is the awareness, the pink, the ribbon, and then you have the other side, which is the actual support, uh, whether it be financially or even giving of your time. It doesn't have to be money. It can be you volunteering at a lobby day. It can be you volunteering, sitting with someone that's going through chemo whose family is not there for them. It can be a gamut of things. But we're talking about wearing pink and we're talking about working in the month. Support, right? Okay, so now that we got that out the way, those are the two sides that I, I perceive. You let me know what you think. Uh, if you see something else that I don't see, let me know. Because again, I'm two years in. I know some women who are 10 years out. I know some women that are six years out. And their perspective is different than mine. But this is just where I'm coming from. And let me just put out there, everything that I'm saying, nothing is endorsed. Nothing, no one has paid me to say anything. This is all my opinion. And of my own volition, I'm saying what I'm saying. Let me just put that out there so no one thinks I'm trying to back someone or I'm getting a check. No, 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 no. These are all my thoughts. And for my peeps out there that know me well, you already know I'm real. I'm going to keep it honest. Anywho, so those are the two sides of the coin I think of. Again, if you think of something else, let me know. So how do I feel about it? Mm, let's talk about it. I mean... I understand both sides. Let me, let me start by saying that I understand both sides of the coin because let's be honest, not everyone is affected by breast cancer, by breast cancer specifically. Everyone is not affected. Now we probably know a couple families, like in my family alone, my aunt had breast cancer maybe about two years before I did. And my father had prostate cancer and was diagnosed the year before I was. Crazy, right? So in some shape, way, or form, we know someone that's been affected by cancer, whether it, that's been you, whether that's been your mom, your dad, your sister, brother, uncle, aunt, we know someone that's been affected, right? Uh, but specifically breast cancer, I mean, if you don't know the statistics, one in eight women will be diagnosed with breast cancer in their lifetime. Now, that doesn't mean from 50 on, <laughs> that definitely doesn't mean, you know, from 60 on, that means in their lifetime, I was diagnosed at 36. Who would have thunk it? But at some juncture, one in eight women will be diagnosed with breast cancer. 
let's let that sink in. Out of 10 women, out of eight women that you know, you're that one or someone in that group of eight women is going to be diagnosed. That's, that's a serious statistic, right? Again, I understand both sides. I really honestly do. So I stand in solidarity. I stand in unity with the color. And let me explain why. The color itself brings awareness to those who may not know pink is for breast cancer. And here's the kicker, to be honest, there are some people who just don't know. And I had to come to that recollection on my own. You would think that everyone knows about breast cancer. You would think, but that is not the case. I, and, 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 you know, I can only give my own life as a, a true testament to that growing up, fortunately or unfortunately, there were no women in my family that were diagnosed with breast cancer, none. And my dad was one of 10 children. My mom only had one sister, but out of all of them, you know, being the second generation, of course, after my father, I have like 30 first cousins legitimately none of them even to this day have ever had breast cancer none not one it wasn't until so i was diagnosed in 2016 my aunt which is my mom's sister was diagnosed in 14. it was not until two years before i was diagnosed that someone directly connected to me was diagnosed with breast cancer so what what am i saying so what i'm saying is Growing up, I did not connotate pink with breast cancer. I did not connotate a pink ribbon with breast cancer because no one I knew was directly affected. No one, Le legitimately no one. Now think of, <laughs> and my Murphy family, hey y'all, how y'all doing? They will attest, think of almost any other disease. <laughs> and my dad's side of the family, we've had it. We, unfortunately, fortunately, I don't know. But we've had it. But breast cancer was not one of them. Uh, but like I said, it took until two years before I was diagnosed for me to know someone up close and personal that was diagnosed. And again, the awareness would have been amazing growing up. Everybody's story is different. Of course, we all grow up different ways. We all grow up in different cities, towns, families. I'm just speaking of my own. I, I didn't know anything about it. I knew what breast cancer was. I heard about it, uh, but I never, again, connotated the pink ribbon with breast cancer or awareness. So what am I saying? I'm saying, you know, on one end of the spectrum, I believe that awareness could be a good thing. I mean, you know, we want to bring awareness to everything. I mean, don't, I mean, how many people do we know that have a cause? Now, of course, bre breast cancer is near and dear to me. Um, again, my father was diagnosed with prostate cancer. That, so that, of course, is near and dear to me. But we all have a cause. We all have something we want to fight for. So I'm down. I'm all the way down, guys. I'm down <laughs> for... A color, now don't get me wrong, I never would have picked pink to be honest. <laughs> I'm kind of ashamed to say this, but when I found out I had breast cancer, again, I'm Christian, you know, I, I pray to my heavenly father, he's amazing. Uh, 
one of the first things I said to God jokingly, like in praying was, you couldn't have gave me another cancer? Pink, really? <laughs> like legitimately. And of course I was joking, you know, like how I'm talking to you guys is how I, I pray, to be honest, because he knows me better than anyone. I was, I was being serious, but I was like, okay, let's go ahead and fight the good fight. So here's the thing though. It could have been red, which is my fave. Hey, uh, it could have been blue. It could have been purple, yellow. The point I'm making is that I am, I won't say excited. I am behind there being some type of focal point, whether it be the pink or whether it be the pink ribbon, I'm all the way down for there being some type of focal point to the awareness of breast cancer. Now, the awareness of it is amazing. Again, that's that one side of that coin where we're talking about, oh my goodness, you're wearing pink. It's October. What does that ribbon mean? It brings up discussion. It brings up conversation and I'm down for it. I'm cool. I love it. Let's bring everyone aware to it. Nowadays, even kids know what it is. I mean, of course, children who are affected directly, but like myself, I was not. I would have loved to know what a pink ribbon went back and meant back in the day. I would have known, I would have loved to know. Alas, I did not. But here we are. Awareness is great. Awareness is amazing. That's just bringing to your mind the recollection of what is going on. Oh, snap. Breast cancer exists. You're wearing pink in October. This means you support it by wearing pink. But let's talk about the other side, guys. Let's talk about it. Where's the support? Where's the support? And again, support doesn't mean just financial. Support doesn't mean that you have to write a check. Now, don't get me wrong. My motto, I feel like should be in the month of October, and I feel like, <laughs> now I'm not going to do this, guys, but if I see you in pink, if I see your loved ones in pink, I'm going to walk up to them and be like, did you write a check? <laughs> joking, not joking. <laughs> did you write a check? Because here's the thing. You're wearing pink. So first of all, let me thank you for bringing awareness to a disease that has directly affected me. If you look at me on the outside, I mean, I had a lumpectomy. I have friends, you know, cancer friends that had double, you know, mastectomies. I have, you know, single, you know, all of the, the gamut. I was fortunate enough that my surgeon was absolutely amazing. And she said, you can get a lumpectomy and my breasts are still huge. I mean, if anyone knows me, you know that to be true. But I say that to say everybody's walk is different. Breast cancer doesn't look just one way. So yes, thank you for wearing pink and standing in solidarity and in unity with us bringing the awareness to the disease. But now that you are aware, now that you are made aware of what it is, how are you actually supporting? See, I'm not one of those that bad mouth, bad mouths, pink washing. I'm, I'm not. Um, yes, I hate the color, but at some point, someone's getting caught in a net 
of unawareness that maybe would have never known. And maybe that's just me playing devil's advocate. Maybe that's just me being, you know, oh my gosh, maybe they don't know. I mean, there's just some people who don't know. I mean, in this day and age, I don't know how you couldn't, but I mean, I, you know, again, playing devil's advocate, maybe they just didn't know. And now you're wearing pink and they're like, oh snap, what does that ribbon mean? Oh, let me tell you all about it. It gives you the opportunity to bring it up. But like I said, who is writing the checks? <laughs> I mean, again, it, it's not just about money. Money finances research. Money finances organizations that are frontline. I just came back from a training in July in San Diego. I'll talk about some organizations throughout all the podcasts. But I came back from a scientific and research advocacy training in San Diego. Phenomenal. You want to know my take, my main takeaway, besides, of course, learning tons of science and research and, you know, trial, clinical trials, was there six days, learned so much. My main takeaway, though, was these babies are putting their money where their mouth is. They are out in the trenches looking for a cure. One in three women. Not sure if you know this statistic. Statistic, I'm sorry. One in three women out of the one in eight. So one in eight women in their lifetime will get breast cancer. Out of those one in eight women, one in three of them will go metastatic, which means the cancer will spread to your brain or your liver or somewhere else, your bones. But it's not kept just where it was found. It spreads your brain. One in three. Out of the one in eight, one in three. Let that sit there for a minute. So while you're wearing pink, again, I'm all for the solidarity and unity. But what are we doing for metastatic? As of right now, I'm Ned. No evidence of the disease. I'm grateful, but I know some women firsthand who are metastatic. The sweetest women I've ever met in my whole entire life. Fighting for their life. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some women I know. I won't name names, but hey, girl, how you doing? You probably know who you are because you've directly connected to me. And, you know, not unless you tell me I can say your name. I'm not going to say nothing but have been living with metastatic for years. And I'm grateful because they are amazing people. But once you get there, all you can really do is pray. I mean, don't get me wrong. Of course, modern technology has medicine and chemo. I mean, we have all of that. I'm not talking about that side. I'm talking about as a woman or even as a man, living your life knowing that you have breast cancer that will never go away. It will always be in your system, but you can take this or you can take that and it won't show evidence of it at a certain level. That is what needs support. So while, you're, while you are wearing pink, write a check. Everyone say with me, write a check. And if you don't have money to write a check, volunteer. One specific organization that I'll speak of um, is Metaviver. That's M-E-T-A, Viver, like survivor metastatic survivor awesome organizations that awesome organization i'm sorry that puts their money where their mouth is 
amazing. I had a chance maybe a year ago. Um, there was a young lady in my hometown that was doing an event and it was in the month of October and, you know, she was giving away prizes and it was all surrounding breast cancer awareness. But the caveat to the event was any money that you donate or any money that you buy for tickets or, you know, to pay for food or what have you is all going to Metaviver. She put her money where her mouth was and I loved it. I had the chance to speak and it was amazing. It was well-received and it was like one of my very first speaking engagements. It was amazing. Uh, but yeah, no. So if, here's the thing. If you're going to wear pink, either write a check, volunteer your time, speak to a person who is directly affected with breast cancer so you can see what you can do to actually thwart us into a cure. Let's see what can actually be done. So I say all of that, say all of that to say, why not Pinktober? I get it. Wear your pink. I'd rather you wear pink than not. So that I can see that you support what I've gone through. Wear your pink, but write a check. <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying it, guys. I'm sorry. Wear pink, write a check. Somebody hashtag it. Wear pink, write a check. I, I, I'm down for it. I should have had a trademark before I started. <laughs> but all jokes aside, research is needed. It's needed. But it's not free. People's time and efforts are not free. It requires coins or it requires time and effort. Maybe it requires people being part of clinical trials. You're needed. So don't just wear the pink. Write a check. You know, I, I hear the, the phrases often save the tatas. Or, you know, when, when people do events in 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 good time, I mean in, in good space, you know, like not being malicious. Oh, bowling for boobs. Or uh training for tits, or excuse my language, something like that. I'm sorry, ladies. I, Again, I, I was grateful enough to be able to keep mine. Um, but if my doctor would have told me they had to go, guess what was going to happen? They were going to go. Because I'm not trying to save my breast if I can't live. So I get it. Again, it's the same thing with the pink. It's all about unity. I get it. And people try. I mean, you guys already know. People try really hard to be aware and... It's so funny. Some of the the phrases that I heard or some of the comments that I heard going through breast cancer, whether it was in the workplace, if it was at church, you know, some of my family and friends, like, I mean, people don't know what to say. Don't get me wrong, especially if you are the first person that is a direct contact to them um, having breast cancer. But some of the stuff, you know, I would hear and I, I really had to think like they don't know any better because I'm not trying to save my breast. I'm trying to save my life. I'm not, I'm not trying to get a free boob job. I, I, I'm trying to live maybe another 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. So if my breasts need to go so I can do that, by all means, that just was not my testimony. But so, you know, let's change the narr narrative a little bit. Again, hashtag wear pink, write a check. I'm, I'm down for it totally. Tag me <laughs> if you do. But 
that's all I have, to, guys. You know, I, I just wanted to talk about it. I mean, we all know stage four needs more. Hashtag that. Um, hashtag one and eight. Um, and hashtag more than pink. Because at the end of the day, I am a breast cancer survivor. First of all, I hate pink already. <laughs> but I'm more than pink. I don't even like it. <laughs> but we are so much more. We are so much more than a color because we have to live with it every day. So I'm grateful we have, what, 31 days? I'm grateful we have 31 days for everyone to be aware. But I am aware every day for the rest of my life. So go ahead, write that check. <laughs> but that's it, guys. That's all I have. You know, I wanted to bring, you know, light to a situation. I know we're in October. And, you know, sometimes, you know, people walk on eggshells in October because they're not really sure how survivors feel or, you know, if they're down to talk about it, or you have some people like I have some cancer friends online, um, who are breast cancer survivors. Uh, and you know, they're very adamant. Don't call me a survivor. I am a warrior. Or they're like, no, don't post anything pink on my page. And I respect you. I, I, I honestly do. That's why I said, let me give my, my perspective. Uh, because to be honest, it's, I think we need both sides of the coin to move forward, but I understand both sides. I get it. I understand, but let's be honest though. Enough people aren't doing enough. That's really what it comes down to. And I think a lot of women and men are sick of seeing pink, but ain't nobody writing that check. Hello. All right. So that's it guys. Uh, first podcast in the can so grateful if you've stuck around to the end and listened to my rant and raves thank you um you know let me know what you think this again is just my opinion I wanted to hop on and you know let you guys know what I thought so we can start some honest dialogue let me know what you think comment don't forget to rate and subscribe <laughs> but comment and let me know you know hashtag uh tej for this exceptional journey podcast tej podcast um or you can tag me either way it goes let's continue the conversation because this is i mean we have 31 days to talk about pinktober and i know i can't be the only one that sometimes gets frustrated but then again it's like oh you're wearing pink like you're so torn you're so torn but yeah let me know what you think guys again thank you so much for rocking with me up until the end um definitely hit me up on social media um on facebook and on Instagram, I am This Exceptional Journey. And then on Twitter, it's again, T-E-J for This Exceptional Journey at T-E-J Podcast. Unfortunately, you know, they only allow 14 characters. I couldn't fit the whole title. <laughs> but let's keep this combo going, guys. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, definitely let me know. And uh, I'll check you guys next time. 